Into the rewatch, into the rewatch, not on broadcast. Into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a podcast now. It's a show that's worth another go. Stop us if we start to ramble. Listen as we watch, into the rewatch, join us, Art and Daniel. We love to see our hot dad down on his luck. Hello. Welcome back to Into Riverdale, your favorite Riverdale rewatch podcast. As always, I am two-thirds of your host uh, and inviting you to the sock hop, Daniel. And joining me is that other third, Art. Hi. Um, did you know that sometimes there's workplace discrimination because based off of gender? No way. Did, did you know Whoa. that? Whoa. Um, I'm just learning about it today. Sorry to women. Yeah, yeah, it's, man, I just, man, I just learned about sexism. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're really, they are really doing the whole, like, everything, everything uh, sucks in the 50s. Yeah. If you're not a white dude or rich. It's like, I did complain because I thought they weren't going to do that, um, but shortly after that, like, between finishing um, the season finale of last season and starting episode one of this season, I had the thought, like, actually, do I want the Riverdale writers to have to, like, tackle the realities of the 1950s? Not especially. I guess I'm glad that they aren't. And then they did, so here we are. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know. It, it It's just like... The- I I don't know if I like it when they pretend that everything is hunky-dory, you know, for people of color in this, like... Yeah, you know, it's... But, but at the same time, like, I don't know, maybe just don't. It sucks when they it, do. It's the, like, weird catch-22 of, like, well, I don't like it that you're, like, whitewashing your past um, to make, like, to, to make it look better. But then, like, at the same time, I don't... Ass- Especially, well, especially for a show like Riverdale that is not well written. I don't really want you to try to handle the nuances of racism. Like, at you least know, when, so it's like, yeah. At least with like uh, shows like uh, you know Brooklyn Nine uh, Nine, when they were like fairly quote unquote apolitical, even though they were a propaganda show. But like you know they would, you know they they wouldn't like be like damn i just found out about sexism or something like that you know like shows that or they absolutely did that well they did but they didn't do it for multiple seasons no uh like, they just did that one episode where i guess terry cruz realized that racism was real as as a black man in new york yeah, fucking crazy. That working that's as the, the NYPD. second craziest black man learns about. That is the second craziest black man learns about racism episode I've ever seen. The first, of course, going to Lucifer. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Actually, you know what? That was a great episode about racism. I want all my episodes about racism to be like that one. It's just like <laughs> that was- I, I don't know. Like, would you prefer? Like, what would you prefer? Would you prefer a show that's bad at doing? Like, quote, like, you know, discourse about societal stuff. Would you rather them whitewash it or would you rather them just not touch it at all? I think my 
honest answer is that you shouldn't have set this in the 50s, right? That's like point one. But if I have to pick between the binary, they have set it in the 50s and there's nothing we can do about that. But moving forward, how would I like it to be addressed? Um, it's tough, you know? Both answers I like don't love. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, it's in the 50s, so, like, they would have to touch on this stuff at some point. But, like, I'd rather them not whitewash it because that's what, like, you know, every show tends to do when they set stuff in the, the 50s. Like, the, problem, the problem is, like, and uh, this, this extends, I think, further than just shows like Riverdale. Um, this is, I think, maybe a bit of a problem in, in Hollywood as a whole is that, like, if... It isn't like racism either like has to be the point or else it feels I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to say this like so when a show or a movie is set in like the 50s and in the plot's not actually about racism right but they have like a black character so they have to they feel like they have to include a scene of racism to be like oh yeah by the way the 50s were racist it feels like such a like obligatory checkmark sort of way of displaying racism that doesn't feel good. But conversely, I feel like the only time um, racism gets like any true nuance in media is, um, I, I should say within white media, right? Uh, is, is, uh, or in liberal media is uh, when, when the whole point of the storyline is the racism and then they get to spend the whole thing on the racism. Hey, um, I, I probably should have used, you know, often exhausting. I probably should have used racism as an example. This this episode is the sexism episode. And also right, the right. being in the closet episode. Um but but yeah, like but yeah, this it just did it bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's get into it, but whatever. Also, sure. I do have a question this... for you. Uh yes. That actually no, let's let's talk about this right now. Because it because okay. I just I need to know your thought. Did Betty mm-hmm. teach Archie how to read in the second grade of this universe? I mean, she's teaching him how to dance, so it uh, it feels likely. Like, because like, well, first off, like he's the he's the most five o'clock shadow having a uh, sixteen year old I've ever seen. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Well, whatever. I, I was just thinking about this the entire episode because I was just like, God damn, they could not do this worse as a storyline. But whatever, let's go. Alright, so this is uh, Season 7, Episode 2, Chapter 119, Skip, Hop, Thump. Yeah, it's it's also where the sock hop happens. Right. Also, fucking Jughead, uh, I hate him, even when he doesn't know yeah. everything. That's happening. Um, basically, he's just talking about how like comic books are like really big in the fifties, right. but not superheroes necessarily, but horror comics. Right. Um, yeah. It turns out that a story that he thought of, which was probably just like something in the zeitgeist that he sent in, yeah. the Pep Comics, which by the as, way, as the oh yeah, uh, go ahead. Which by the way, Pep Comics was what Archie Comics was before Archie became like oh, the mega okay. popular thing. Like the Archie comics, clever, good, was actually under Pep Comics before it overshadowed right. everything else. And so then they just made that the brand because everyone knows Archie. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, 
But but he sent in a horror um, story. Every uh, he thought right. that it's been stolen. It was probably just in the zeitgeist and. Yeah, yeah. As as the editor yeah. um, very rightly points out to him, ideas cannot be copyrighted because um, it's the lowest form of creation. Literally, anyone can have an idea. Yeah, unless you're writing it down, you sent it in, and you have proof that you did this before anyone else did. You cannot claim it. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, uh, um, and also, IP law is fucking stupid. So. Yeah. No, it is stupid. Um. Uh, they got rid of the actor who did play Dilton Doyle. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was just, like, the different hair and the glasses was, like, fucking with me, oh. or if it was a totally new okay. guy. Okay, well, the thing is, is I was slightly attracted to the actor who played Dilton Doyle, because he had huge, like, mm-hmm. uh, sad rat energy, sad rat boy energy. Um, sure. Uh, this one, no. In fact, I think they might actually have an actor that's actually closer to the age that they're supposed to be playing. Because he doesn't... Oh, um, sorry, I, I... Oh, go ahead. I don't think I, like... I, he has to be, like, he, early he 20s. Smaller, yeah. Early 20s, at best. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way he's yeah, hit... Dil- I, I feel like... Yeah, and I feel like the current Dilton, like, hit a growth spurt. It was, like, actually quite tall by the end when we saw him as a science teacher, right? Oh, yeah, like, no, he was tall. Yeah, know. he was pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah, he was, like, kind of a big guy. So, yeah, this guy's very small. Anyway, um... I paused to discuss this, and I just noticed this great uh, Riverdale props, set, props team back at it again. We've got the poster that says, parentheses, sets of additional information. Thank you, educational poster. I love that this is in... Actually, wait, I thought this was the uh, principal's office at first. Okay. Uh, uh, no, this is a classroom. Um, also, we they're doing a bit of retconning on their 50s stuff that they established last time, because now all the serpents are no longer wearing... Southside Serpent Jackets, uh, they are just greasers. What, nope. um, they've got the classic... They were Southside Serpent st- last episode. Exactly, yeah. And <laughs> so they have pivoted from that. They've changed their mind. <laughs> like, I mean, don't you already have the props? Like, did all of the people steal well, the jackets? <laughs> they, they had one jacket, right? They had Tony's, like, jean jacket with the patch on the back. Um, although, yeah, all their regular Serpent's jackets from the, like, quote-unquote modern day would also work here. I don't know why, other than, I guess, um, it's not pe- it's not period accurate, I guess. Because the, the Southside Serpents were closer to, like, a 50s, like, greaser gang than they were a motorcycle gang anyway. Right, yeah. It's kind of the, the irony like you of could, you could just, um, them actually setting it in the period they were like, inspired you, by. Like, you could just have the same people wearing the same stuff. <laughs> like... It works still, but you know. Also, I think at, at this point, everyone's like tired of their fucking outfits, and they wanted to shake things up a bit. Yeah, probably. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, they do have the patches on the back. I just saw one. Oh. Uh, they just redid their hair. Last time, their hair wasn't in like fifty style. It was just their hair. Now they've got them like actually with the pompadours. Which I mean, Fangs pulls it off. Like, yeah. do I wish he has you know more scruff? Yeah, because that's when he's daddy. Right. But, you know, it's fine. So we are introduced to our first plotline of the episode um, that I found delightful because it was so stupid. But uh, uh, Archie wants to ask Veronica out to the sock hop. Veronica says, um, also, they're using a lot more like 50 slang now uh, when they weren't at all. They, they still talk like river, regular Riverdale characters um, the last episode. Although I guess there's something to do with like 
now that Jughead's forgotten, they, they're, like, fully submersed in, inside their reality of the timeline, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe the there's some, like, other timeline fusing into them, you know, through Jughead, and now he doesn't mm-hmm. have anything. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no more, like, uh, time uh, anomalies that are, like, maybe drawing them to, to their real versions of themselves. They're, like, fully within the illusion now. But um, Veronica says... Well, if someone's going to take me to the dance, uh, he's got to know how to dance, basically. Um, and requests a demonstration. <laughs> um, and Archie's like, oh, totally. Maybe later. No, that is fucking weird. His mom is right. That is yeah. so weird. Oh, no, yeah. It's it's fucking weirdo behavior on Veronica. Like, the like Archie being like, Betty, you got to help me. I don't know how to dance. And Veronica needs someone who can dance to take her to the dance. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, plot two, I guess, plot 1.5 is that, uh, Tony, uh, wants, instead of Kevin and the crooners, who are the headliners for the sock op, she wants, um, Fangs to be the headliner, and if they do that, then the serpents will help fill the event and sell all their tickets. It's also the recast Midge, who, who plays Midge. Oh, is that a new person? It had... Because I thought, yeah, because this, the the other person looked like she might be mixed. Mm-hmm. This girl just looks white. Oh. Here. Like, she just looks white. But the other girl looks like she might mm. be mixed. I mean, we haven't seen Midge in so long, I really couldn't say. Let me look it up real quick. Like, I just remember, I just remember it looked like she might be, like, mixed, like, uh... I remember, I remember her looking like not white necessarily. Oh, uh, I have terrible news for you. It appears that it has been the same actress. The Is it? Time. How? Oh wait, no, sorry, no. You were right. You were right. You're right. Okay. I got, yeah, I got, I got it wrong. You got it right. Yep. Okay. Uh, replaced by Abby Ross. Okay. Because like the other, because like I, I think, I think before it looked like she was like, I think probably mixed between white and Asian yeah. or something like that. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Like, am, am uh, I am Emily, I remembering correctly? Uh, Sorry, was that? Am I remembering it correctly? Because like it just looked like I just remember her not yeah. looking white, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, I I don't know if she's actually mixed, but I'm looking at her photo now, and uh, yeah, she she looks um Asian. Uh, she also played Audrey on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, apparently. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Another double dipper. I guess we never did a spotlight on Midge. Sorry. Well, she she only showed up in like three episodes. Yeah, which is why I was like, yeah, that's Midge. And one of them, she's They got away with it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so it turns out Pep Comics is in Riverdale. Um, Yeah. And uh, Jughead goes to be like, I oughta... Uh, And the editor, like, you know, waves him off and says, like, uh, fucking, I need writers or whatever. And he's like, oh, wait a minute, you're hiring for writers? He's like, I'm always hiring for writers. Which, Give me a story, and I'll see if you're good enough. Um, you, this is actually strangely kind of how it used to work. Yeah. Um, well, and also, that's like how, like, uh, pulp magazines and stuff worked as well, pretty much. It's just like, hey, do you have something right now that doesn't suck completely? Yeah. We'll take it. We'll yep. give you a very low amount. Bring on your friends yeah, if they can very, write yeah, stuff really nice. quickly. Um, I uh, I sat in on a talk from uh, Michael Uslan, who is the executive rights holder for Batman, 
Um, and he kind of went through his life story with comics and, uh, the way he got hired at DC was, uh, it was something like he, this was back in like the seventies. He went to, um, IU in Bloomington, Indiana. And back then they were trying out this thing where like you could make your own major. Um, you had to like present it in front of a panel of professors, but if they thought it had like merit, then you could design a major, um, and major in it. So he wanted to major in comics and he like convinced the you know overview board that it was a thing um and then he called uh, like all the local newspapers pretending to not be him and it was like have you heard about this kid at iu who's majoring in comics is this what our tax dollars are going through to this is outrageous why aren't you talking about this um and created a media storm for himself and that got him enough notoriety that he could go talk to tc uh to d uh, to dc and get hired as a writer there um one of the first, like, prominent black um, writers for DC and mm-hmm. Marvel, uh, Tony Isabella, mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. pretty much got the job uh, at 17, I want to say. I think it was 17, 16 or 17, mm-hmm. to write Black Lightning um, because oh, they just sure. needed someone, like, at all. In fact, <laughs> the, the, character, the character Black Lightning actually didn't exist. It used to be a... Uh, a white man who could turn into a black man by saying black power. Oh, like I didn't Shazam. know that the black bomber was the, uh, the precursor of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Black the black, Lightning. yeah, it was a precursor. And then Tony is Bella came in. It's like, no, nah. I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I knew the black bomber existed. And I knew it was like, so racist that even racists were like, Hey man, you got to chill out. Um, I didn't realize that that had then morphed but, into Black Lightning. Oh, that's, okay. Also, also, uh, Rob Liefeld pretty much got a job at Marvel just by like sending in some stuff, and then it's just like, hey, we need someone to draw some stuff for X Men. Do you want to draw it? We like your style. Yep. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty much how he worked at comics uh, up until yep. fairly recently. Now you have to have like a portfolio and prove that you can sell your stuff. Yep. Oh, uh, Archie's just like, hey, Betty, can you teach me how to, like, write? I mean, not write. Uh, can you teach me my ABCs? <laughs> I'm, I'm really feeling I love like this it. dumb dance. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, they're doing Thank the you, twist. Kata. They're doing the twist, and then yeah. turns out Archie... He Okay, do you think KJ Appa is trying too hard to look like he's bad at dancing? Because it feels like he's trying too hard. I mean, he's bad. certainly trying to make it look bad. Um, yeah, I think it, it is pushing um, credulity, but also, like, like I feel it made like, me laugh. So. I feel like he could dance a little bit. Like, he has he has a body of a person who could dance at least a little bit. Who could do the twist? Come on, I could do the twist. I have no hand-eye coordination. Right. Um, not, not to get, like, too mean about it, but the way he moves reminds me a lot of, um, the movie Forrest Gump, when Forrest Gump is a kid <laughs> in the leg braces and was, like, dancing for Elvis. Uh, very similar, in my opinion. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but Betty, it's just like, hey, you suck at a really basic dance that just requires you to wiggle your hip back and forth. Uh, why don't you, like, do slow dancing? And uh, yeah. they do the thing. They do slow dancing right. together for a little bit. And uh, Betty gets a little horny for Archie. Right. God, that later scene is incredible. Um, 
Yeah, they do this. I, I, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, do you still to... have the thing? Oh, yeah. Do you still have the counter for uh, uh, Alice bursting in with some bullshit? I have for sure already <laughs> deleted this document. I am so sorry. We tried uh, last time when we were looking for Jughead's burger count. Oh, it's gone. Okay, so well, sorry. we could rest. Oh, man. We have to go all the way back to season two so we could get her bursting. Yeah. <laughs> get the count. Um. Yep. You're going to have to do that, Art. So uh, sorry. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> hey, anyone besides me <laughs> do that. Um, I, and I know this is about to change next episode based off the stinger that this episode ends on, but like it's, it tickled me so much that we've gone from like the literal apocalypse and we've reset the stakes. The stakes of this episode are, can Archie dance good enough to convince Veronica to go to the dance with him? I like... I kind of like the show a lot better when it's just teen bullshit, <laughs> because... the Yeah, no, it's very refreshing. It's, it like, this is fun. Yeah. yeah, this was a lot of fun. I had fun with this episode for the most part. Oh, um... But, uh, but, the, the Ethel plotline was nothing to me, but that's fine. Yeah, you know, there was always one plotline we didn't care about in season one and two. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, Alice, uh... Alice Cooper burst in with some bullshit, basically like, what are you doing touching yeah. my daughter in a way that could seem romantic? I mean, like, it, it's perfect, right? Because, like, uh, season one and two Alice was basically a 50s housewife, and now she's actually a 50s housewife. It's, like, perfect. Yeah. It's ideal. She fits in perfectly. Uh, Ethel, Ethel is uh, an artist. And Jughead's like, you should totally draw the story I wrote for Pep Comics. They'd love you. Oh, he, he has... Uh, uh, you're the bestest drawer ever. He's supposed oh, to have seven funny. pages done by the next day as right. well to get it published. Um, so Cheryl is hitting up Makeout Point to uh, to knock on windows and make sure everyone there has bought their tickets to the sock hop. And she knocks on a car do- uh, window and it rolls down. And it's Midge giving things a blowjob. And like... I mean that literally as in, like, watch where her head is. There's no other thing she could have been doing but sucking his dick. Yeah, there's no She's way. like, leaned forward, yeah. She no, just like, came up from that dick. Like, Fangs, Fangs was even doing, like, the head back. Just like, ah, yeah. thick. Like, he... Yeah, yeah, Fangs, Fangs would get his dick wet. Good for him. Uh, Cheryl freaks out because Midge is a vixen. She's like, one of my precious vixens uh, with a dirt, dowdy, uh, dirty, low-down uh, greaser. Unacceptable or whatever. Meanwhile, uh, Betty and Kevin are also at makeout point. But, shockingly, Kevin doesn't seem interested in making out. It's because he's still, you know, he's still gay. Yeah. And we get conf- confirmation of that <laughs> a little bit later. Yeah. I guess I should uh, apologize to this show for saying you don't have enough black characters, so you hired some black extras for this Emmett Till episode. One of them, turns out, is a new recurring character, so you didn't have enough black characters, but you did invent a new one this time uh, for that episode, and also to be Kevin's new love interest. Yeah. Oh, man, he does not take a kiss from a girl at all. Like, he can't even forget. Like, I almost want to say that was was a real reaction. (laughs) He was having flashbacks to uh, when she po- when Lily Re- Lily Reinhardt uh, posted side boo for George <laughs> Floyd. He was just like, "No." Um, 
I hope this guy is, I, I hope this actor is actually gay. I know we looked it up before and we couldn't find it. Because, like, I don't know that I could ever believe him in a heterosexual role now. I don't, like... And I... Like, okay, as much as we, like, clown on him for, like, you know, yeah. not having really having any character growth or anything. Or, that's not his fault as That's not actor. his fault. That's, uh, that's the writing. Yeah, yeah. but, like, like, he does... If he's not gay, he's very believable as gay. <laughs> Yeah, he's done a great job at um, playing Kevin with what he's been given, which isn't a lot, but boy, has he used the hell out of it. Yeah. And, like, that kiss was a great example. Yeah, he, like, I fully believe that he's, like, a, a gay dude who's not interested in kissing women at all. He can't even pretend. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Jughead goes back to Pep Comics. Uh, the The... Yeah. The, the editor is like, hey, this stuff sucks. I mean, this stuff doesn't suck. Yeah, it's a little pretentious, but like, it's it's good. It's good enough. He's a very uh, J. Jonah Jameson, where he's like always grumpy and he's always belittling uh, the work, but he's taking the work, you know, he's paying for it. Uh, he's very tsundere. <laughs> <laughs> very tsundere. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but... Basically, I, I don't like these pages, you baka. <clears throat> but yeah, so Ethel's basically being hired by proxy through Jughead. Yeah, to draw the uh, yeah Jughead. Jughead says he'll like talk to the editor for her, and there's a scene later where he does, and the editor actually genuinely enjoys her art. Like, is actually a fan of it and thinks it's good. Versus Jughead's like, well, it's pretentious and clunky, but yeah, I'll take it. Oh, and here we meet um, our our new <coughs> love interest for Kevin. I don't remember his name. I don't. Oh, Clay, Clay Walker. Clay Walker. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the was newly integrated school on, was has a new black student. Oh, was Clay Walker? Was Clay Walker the name? No, that was Chuck. Sorry, I got confused. Chuck. Okay, he, this is not really Chuck. Chuck is is way more. He's built more like a football player. I just I thought they maybe reused the name, oh, um, no. but no, it's totally different, unrelated. Yeah, but he uh, to I don't know to put it to put it like pretty succinctly, he's uh, he's kind of light skin, has very he's a uh, very he's very uh, pretty boy, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. He's a, he's a pretty boy. He has soft eyes. He's a uh, yeah. He he looks. A bit like Keon Lonsdale, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Played Wally West. Yeah, kind of similar but lighter. Yeah. Yeah, like a little, like a a little, little bit more lighter, out, uh, but lighter tone. But but yeah, but very yeah. much like him. Like if you imagine a very soft person, and you have, mm-hmm. you have him. Uh, Archie's yeah, going Archie through. Like, oh yeah, I'm ready to demonstrate my dancing now. Archie, Archie, this isn't worth it. Anyone who's going to put you through this and not just go on a date with you, like normal. Uh, but have you considered, Art, that Veronica's really hot? Uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> <sighs> I guess. I don't know. But, but also, this feels like a sitcom premise as well. Yeah, So I mean, of course. Yo, also, sorry, uh, did I see pinball machines in the back of this lobby? I, we, there are. There are. I would love to go to that school. I would find a way to not. That's, wait, are those paid? There's, they have to be paid. They, they look like they have coin slots in. 
Okay. Um, but like, I thought, isn't, weren't pinball machines considered, like, associated with gambling in the 50s? That might be earlier. Let me see. Okay. My, uh... I know at some point they were during some morality panic, and I thought it was the 50s. I thought it might have been around the... Uh, bu- 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 um, the 40s, it looks like? Let me see. Oh, yeah, I guess 40s is Prohibition, isn't it? When was pinball illegal? It was... Ooh. Actually, those are, those are illegal pinball machines. Pinball... <laughs> got their ass. Fucking got their ass. Pinball was... Daniel 1 million, Riverdale 0. <laughs> Pin... Eat my dick. Pinball was banned in the beginning of the early 1940s until 1976 in New York City. That's funny. Well, actually, wait. Um, in New York City. Was it in New York? Oh, how about federally? Hmm. Let me um, see. I'll... March 48. Oh, is this always a New York City thing? No, Chicago. Uh, well, I know I know. also a lot of places in New Jersey had it illegal. Pinball finally gained acceptability in the 1970s, it says. Persisted for decades, even after the advent of the flipper, which made the game a test of reflexes oh, in the 60s. That... Even, they were still talking about it. Okay, yeah, before there was flippers, it wasn't a game of chance. Yeah. So it was. Okay. Yeah. So so like, sh- sure, like the the rules, the laws around like playing pinball began to loosen. Um, it sounds like much earlier on, but like it was still heavily associated as like a gambling game, and uh, something that reputable people didn't play into the seventies. So like there there would not be one at this nice school. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Mm. There might not so be legal, got you, but, Riverdale uh, writers. <laughs> but yeah, they wouldn't have it. It's like if like smoking's not technically illegal for these kids, but like you can't smoke at school. Yeah, still. unless unless there wasn't unless there was no unless there was no payment involved, then yeah, it would be even payment. then though. I don't think they because it would be like you, you know it's all about the temptations for the kids and. I I don't think they'd allow it. So I fucking got you, Riverdale writers. I fucking got you. <laughs> Eat me. Fucking idiots. Uh, and this is where Archie learns uh, that Veronica is also, for a lack of a better word, interviewing other guys uh, to take her to the sock hop. Um, and so um, instead of showing her his dance moves, now he's been invited to dinner to discuss politics. And God, I wish they had actually discussed politics. I would give anything to see this version of Archie try to discuss politics. God, like, for a little bit, I thought we were going to get one of those classic sitcom plots where Betty has to feed him lines via a microphone uh, so he can sound smart at the dinner party. Tragically, that's not where this goes. (laughs) 
Also, it's like... Spe- speaking of racism in the 50s, there, there's, no, there's no reality where, like, the hot Latina girl shows up at this school and the previous popular white girls don't resort to the most racist things they can imagine to take her down a peg. Okay, there's, there's a high chance, depending on which part of the country, like right now, that the hot Latina yeah. girl that moved in that's rich isn't being, like, you know, racist about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, nowadays. Fair. Um, so, uh, they use, um, what's his, what is his name? Ben? Is this Ben? No, this is uh, the other one. Who, Doyle. What, what's this guy's name? Do- Doyle. Dil- Dilton Doyle. Doyle. Dilton. Yeah. Wow. Dilton Doyle. That took too long. Um, as, as the, like, kind of comedic, uh, in-between for this war between Cheryl and Tony. So, like, Cheryl calls out, God, they made KJ Apple look so dumb in this episode. I love it. Um... He doesn't know how to put on a suit. He comes out with his arms, like, all the way, uh, the sleeves, like, too high. He's like, Mom, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. Anyway, um, but, uh, Shell, like, corners Dilton's like, have you bought your ticket to the sock up yet? And he's like, uh, no. And she's like, why not? And he's like, uh, mostly because Tony is going to beat me up. Uh, and then Archie gets some advice from his mom about girls, um, and decides to write Veronica a poem. I wouldn't do that, but you do you, Archie. <laughs> okay. Um, to borrow some, uh, unsavory terms from, uh, from, you know, internet shitbags, that's cucked behavior. Uh-huh. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want to be outed as a little baby bitch? It's also like my my guy I I don't care how how much I like you as a person. We are not we're I've known you for like 2 weeks. You cannot be writing me a poem, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's too much. You've gone too fast, Archie. Yeah, like this that's something you do like when you've been dating for like a month or so. You know, like you're just saying, "Oh, yeah. you know, like that's way too way too close." It's also a shitty poem, is the funny part. Well, to, to a high school... punchline at the end of this. To a high school girl who uh, was probably, like, had nothing but fake attention for most of her life. It's gorgeous. It's a great, it's, it's a great poem for her. I, you, you, like, see this a lot, I feel like, with things like poetry, where, like, it's about the gesture that's, that really gets appreciated. It couldn't be me. Like, if you've brought me a poem, I am critiquing the poem... And if you've given me a bad poem, I will let you know your poem is bad. Like, like I would, I would say, like, oh, that's that's very cute. I'm glad that you've done this for yeah. me. I, I appreciate. But I'm not like I'm not getting wooed but, by it if yeah. it's bad, right? Yeah, I, I, but like it's it's more like I think of a, a, it's like when someone gives you flowers or something. Be like if they if yeah. they suck, you're not going to be like, oh, the, the thought counts, I guess technically. <laughs> but. Right. Oh, also apparently the speakeasy or slash serpent's bar, white worm. Mm-hmm. It's now a beatnik place. Right. 
where they do like uh, poetry and listen to jazz. Smoke that devil lettuce. Yeah, they smoke jazz cigarettes down here. <clears throat> also, Tony's been flirting, flirting with Cheryl this entire time, and Cheryl's like very uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I, I, they're gonna. I guess they're gonna make make her actually do gay stuff for the first time in like two seasons. Is that huh? Well, she she got that one scene uh, where she was the ghost and the other <laughs> that, ghost. That, other that, than that, I guess you're counts. right. That barely counts. But yeah, but like yeah, she. I mean, she's still bi. Like, don't get me wrong, but like she's. Yeah. She, you know, hasn't really been doing anything, you know. She's just been sort of single for a while. You're right. She's been working on herself. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so Archie so shows up for the dinner party, and surprise, um, it is a dinner party. There are, like, six or seven other guys also hanging out, and they're all here to impress Veronica. Oh, and this is where Betty describes becoming horny for the first time. He describes stirrings. Yeah, the, a flutter in her stomach. Yeah, the way she's describing it is more like, "Hey, I just—he slipped me some drugs. <laughs> I feel so." No, I think she was. I think she was thirty seconds away from saying, "My pussy tingled." Actually, you know what? No, no, that is way closer. He, he makes me need to name a new river um, whenever he's around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Betty basically went to her mom and was like, can I, have, can I ask your advice? I had some weird feelings about Archie earlier today, uh, and Alice does not like that. She seems quite agitated by that news. Now, she even angrily scrubbed something. Yeah. Oh, and then Ethel asks Jughead to the sock hop. Jughead completely misreads that um, and says, oh yeah, like, just for kicks? Um, and Ethel, being um, the chronic, like, nice girl, take what you can get, uh, says, oh, yeah, definitely, that's what I meant. And then we get a little insight into her home life, because she has shitty parents uh, who hate her, or whatever. Which, didn't she have good parents in the other timeline? Uh, no, her dad oh. tried to kill himself after losing his job because of Hiram, uh, uh, and her I mom was an alcoholic, maybe. Okay, no, no. I thought her dad like like loved her and everything. He was just like overwhelmed with life. Like I feel like that's more of a mental illness issue than hmm, anything. No, no, no. Who can say? Uh, it was not a great home life, <laughs> is what I recall. Julian keeps uh, needling Archie, uh, which feels weird because aren't they like football friends or whatever? Um, but they talk about Amone. Archie ends up saying, I prefer painters like Norman Rockwell, which is uh, f 
felt like a dog whistle, even though it wasn't. <laughs> it no, it does feel like a look. I feel like if it was not the fifties, if it was, if he said that today, I'd say like ooh. Mm-hmm. I start looking for eighty fourteen eighty eights and everything they do. Like I'd be like, mm. yeah, I, I I get the intent here is that like, oh, Archie's a homegrown American boy, so he likes American painters who paint about America, but like. Also, like, dude, it's a Monet. Who doesn't like Monet? What are you talking oh, about? Like, okay, even me when I was like an uncultured little shithead, I still liked Impressionism. <laughs> like, yeah. Impressionism is like the but easiest the thing for people I to like. Norman Rock. Yeah, it looks pretty, and like if you look at it, like it, right. it, it brings like Impressionism supposed to like bring like this like I don't know like this joy to you, uh-huh. like by design. You're supposed to like it automatically. <laughs> if it was a pointillism, uh, though, and then maybe, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Julian insults Archie's suit, um, and so Archie excuses himself from the party before he literally murders Julian. Uh, so the next day, Veronica goes over to apologize, and Molly Ringwald chews her the fuck out, as is appropriate, because she was being a little shit. Yeah. Like, like, Archie's mom is, like, 100% correct. This is weird shit. Yeah. Like, even for, like, a rich person. Like, you know what you do to test someone out, quote-unquote, to see if you actually like them? You go on a date with yeah. them. You go on a low stakes date with them. I mean, you you gotta you gotta put it in the context of her being a Hollywood socialite. <sighs> go then have a party. That's not weird. Yeah, like not like not. Yeah, no. She she's like being a fucking weirdo, but like it's because she's rich and from Hollywood. <laughs> like ha- have a like a pool party or something. I don't know. Anyway, again, like crazy that. Um... <clears throat> This this white mother had her white son's feelings hurt by this Latina girl, and then just says, "I'm very disappointed in you," and didn't like slap her. Uh, I'm surprised she shows up at the door. I'm surprised she didn't call call uh, call her like a little hussy that uh, right. or something like that, or like said, "Hey, you're trying to corrupt my boy, you harlot." Uh, meanwhile, Alice, um, God, I love her exaggerated makeup here and her big hair. It looks so good on her. Um, Alice has brought Kevin in for a council because she sees that Betty is slipping away and that is not her plan. And so she gives Kevin a pin to give to Alice <clears throat> and explains that, um, pinning a girl, uh, fixes all your problems and because all, all girls really want is to feel like they're wanted or whatever and then all her weird sexual desires will go away it happened to me if you give her this pen she will have to name a river after you
Are they trying to, like, do, like, a purity culture thing with this? Like, hey, this is a promise? No. Mm. Um, it's... It's going steady. That's what, what that represents. Oh, okay. I was... I'm, I must... Okay. Yeah. Do, do you think this, no, Kevin... No, they're talking about... Oh, sorry. Do you think this Kevin, after he realizes okay. he, he likes guys, will start cruising in the woods? <laughs> Do you think this one? Uh, 100%. Um, that is a canon event for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just realized I um, need to get that. I need to get that sting. Uh, the Miguel stinger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on my soundboard. Um. So now, now that uh, Tony and Cheryl have come to an agreement about Fang's performing, Tony is helping drive up ticket sales. So Dilted walks by again, and Tony bullies him into buying not just one ticket, but five tickets. Uh, and Cheryl's turned on by that. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Featherhead and um, Stone, Stone Prep or whatever, uh, the child psychiatrist of Old Ethel in, because he was uh, Doctor Werther's is his name, like the candy. Because uh, he was caught, she was caught drawing in class, and she was drawing spooky, crazy zombie stuff. Um, and they gave her detention. Oh, interesting! It's still doc. It's Doctor Doily's class, not Doctor Phylum. Oh. Who I think was their original science teacher. Yeah. Doily as in when Dilton Doily was the science teacher? Yeah, hmm. Dilton Doily uh, was in the uh, in the uh, Rivervale universe, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. God, I hope their musical episode this season is Grease. <laughs> Um, and now Archie finds out that uh, Veronica isn't taking any of the guys to the dance, I think it ends up being. Um, and she admits it was just a game for her. That's a weird game to play as well. I just... Uh, okay. You can do... Art, 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 you, you have to realize that she's a high school mean girl. Yeah, I guess. But th th you get one of your friends... Well, I guess she doesn't have enough friends yet. But you get one of your hot friends to, like, ask them out on a date and then, like, you know, get them in a compromising position and then, like, take a picture of them or something. Like, that's, like, mean girl shit. This is just, like, I'm a fucking weirdo and I need more friends shit. No, like, stringing a guy along cause for laughs is definitely a mean girl thing to do. I don't know. I, don't I feel, know I feel like you do it in a way that's more public. Because, like, all the other guys... What Maybe. are the other... The well, other guys aren't going to talk about it. Because that's weird. They got struggle along. You do it in a public way. Yeah. You do it in front of other people. But, you know, okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just don't understand. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't matter because everyone agrees that this was weird. So, I guess you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Literally everyone's like, hey, Veronica, what the fuck was that? Like, this is some really weird shit. 
Does Betty have like any friends besides Archie and of uh, uh, Veronica? No, I mean just like in original Riverdale. Um, yeah, it's it's just Kevin and Archie, and that was her friend group. I guess she's like, well, drug. She dated Jughead, but like I feel like that was yeah. just uh, like they just wanted to pair off. But yeah, people. and and like before that, they weren't really friends. Jughead was Archie's friend that like she hung out with sometimes because she liked Archie and hung out with Archie. Yeah. Uh, so after that conversation with Veronica and learning that uh, Archie's not taking her to the sock hop, Betty makes the decision that she's going to go ask Archie. But then, um, right before she can talk to him, Kevin steps out in front of her and wants to talk and gives her that pin uh, to signify that he wants to go steady with it, with her, which is what she's been wanting this whole time. Yeah. Because everyone needs a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, they do such a bad job at hiding his 5 o'clock shadow. Like, KJ Appa... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could see it from, like, 50 feet away. <laughs> like, it's pretty crazy. Like, what? Like, someone has to have one of, like, those bladeless, like, electric razors that you can just take to it real quick. And, like, there's, like, they put on foundation for the camera and just put on a little extra. <laughs> like, it's not like he has a lot of acne, so, like, you can probably cover it up pretty well. Right. Or, like, just... Have someone like take one of the electric razors. To be fair, Kevin's stubble is Kevin's stubble is also super apparent. Yeah, uh, Kevin just doesn't have quite a quite as chiseled of a face, and he acts very um, sort of young, and I think that helps. Yeah, it does help. It just it just looks like they're covering. It just it looks like they're trying to cover up his five o'clock shadow. That's that's it. Like yeah. I don't know. It's like they're bringing attention to it. That. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to notice. Yeah. Uh, Betty, Betty is based. It seems like she's almost coerced, almost, by, like, the earnestness of uh, Kevin. Uh, when she. I mean, it's that. like. It's, it's that thing, right? Like, she's dating him, so she, like, has well, feelings for him to some degree, and. Uh, now she it looks like she's getting what she wanted, right? That he's gonna uh, affirm their relationship and be with her and, like, be her boyfriend. Because uh, she hasn't figured out yet that he's closeted and that's why he doesn't want to touch her. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Ethel uh, skipped attention, so the principal and the child psychiatrist decide to talk to her parents, which is uh, not going to end well. The the editor is pretty much just like, are you telling me that this broad, this broad with the, <laughs> yeah, this, wearing a dress right now, she did this, what? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I would say that um, mm -hmm. th this editor is probably mm -hmm. the the most affirming person in this episode. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, hey, you, Freckles, did a good job. These are like, these look awful. And by awful, I mean great, because yeah. this is a horror comic. Yeah. I am disgusted by these, and that's exactly what I want. And like I, I like that editor. I like the editor guy. I hope he. Yeah. I hope he's like a regular. Uh, I think he might be, because uh, he got a name. It's Mister Feldstone. Yeah. Um, Smithers, uh, late, late at night, uh, lets Veronica know he was taken out the trash and found this crumpled up inside of it, and it's the poem Archie wrote her that she knows about because Betty mentioned it. Um, meanwhile, he gets home, and ooh, boy, she's in trouble. Her parents are both stinking mad. Um, she yells something about her dad drinking too much here, I think. Oh, no, her mom drinks too much. Got it. <laughs> I wish... She has all the confidence of a white woman. I mean, of a white girl. Just like, yeah, yeah maybe if you didn't drink so much, mom. Like, god, god damn. If you weren't so fucking miserable all the time, dad. Like, if it was, if it was like anyone, it even has like a, even a little bit of melanin in them, she would have been slapped across mm. the goddamn room. Yeah. I'm surprised her dad didn't just straight up punch her. Like, at that point. He's right. like... Ooh. Hey, look, you can get white people to take their shoes off when they're inside. You just have to call it a soft <laughs> <laughs> Uh also, sorry, like, how fucking bad is Kevin at being in the closet that this, uh, this Clay Walker shows up day one and is like, that dude a little sassy. Hey, what's up? You wanna fuck? Like, he's, he keeps dropping hints. Like, they're, he's like, oh, you're not singing? It's like, oh, no, they got fangs. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's easy on the eyes. So are you, by the way. Wait, okay, again, like, up until, I think, five years ago, I feel yeah. like Kevin would have been within his right to beat like the ever living shit out of that dude for like flirting with him openly. Mm -hmm. Like up until like five years it's ago. Al it's probably. also like uh, it sure it sure is brave to be a gay black man in 1955 and just like walk up to a guy and be like, "You look cute." The What's sheriff's up? What's good? What that mouth son do? as well. I've uh, we don't know that his dad's the is is his dad still the sheriff? In yeah, this probably. One? Probably, Probably, right? I mean, he also doesn't necessarily know that. Again, yeah. Not, you know... Like... I don't think it's... Like, mm -mm. I don't... I, like, I know yeah. people... I know people, like... I don't want to... Like, I... Not... They're not my friends, but I knew people who did actively, like... You know, say, like, Well, if, if some guy flirted with me, I'd beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, homophobia, so like... Actually, um... This is I'm I'm gonna look up who wrote this episode because <laughs> I have a I have a guess. Uh, season seven, episode two, Riverdale season seven, episode two writer. Uh, Robota. Oh, no, created by that's. Uh, oops, no, sorry. IMDb will have it. IMDb will have it. 
just want to satisfy a curiosity of mine. <laughs> uh, writers. Oh, no, it was uh, Roberto Aguirre Sasca, uh, Ariana Jackson, and Chrissy Maroon. Or Maroon. So, uh, shame on you, Roberto. You should know better. Like, you would you would have to code it. You would have to code the flirting. And Kevin probably wouldn't know the I mean, coding. He, he's, I, I guess he's like, oh, never mind. He's a, he's a white Latino, it looks like. Uh, yeah, never mind. This, this, uh, can you see this? Is this streaming for you? It's not, not showing. I'll send you the link. It's not showing. Okay, uh, let me, let me post the link just so you know. Um, imagine who would write this storyline and then look at this and go, yeah, that tracks. Oh, that tracks. Oh my God. Yeah. He looks like he, oh my God. Yeah. Like, never mind. Yeah, that tracks. Like, <laughs> the thing, the thing that bothers me so much is that if you're going to set in a timeline and you're going to speak on the cultural mm -hmm. things of that timeline, you can't whitewash half of it. Yeah. Like, like I'm not saying like they could should go like all out, just like everything's miserable for everyone all the time. I'm just saying, like you. But this, this is like, this is why, like, the discussions about like having um, people of color in your writers' room and up and down the pipeline, right? Because like, you have these cultural blind spots you don't think about because it doesn't impact your life in any real meaningful way. Like you and I understand because we're people of color that like you. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put yourself in that position because that position could very easily lead it, to your death. Look, it could lead to your death um, now. Nowadays, it can right, lead to your right, death. Yeah. If you talk to the wrong person. Um, like, there's a reason why I don't go around I, telling people that I don't trust that I'm non-binary. There's a reason. Yeah. Like, and we, we kind of talked about this uh, very early on uh, during the feminism episode in season one. Um, I mentioned how, like, uh, the optics of making Chuck this sexual predator when he was, like, the one black male character to get lines is, like, not great is the same sort of thing, right? They, like, aren't thinking about this because uh, they don't have to like, in their lives. Like, like they could have, like, they could still have Chuck to be, like, the sexual predator, blah, blah, blah thing. Not, not right. if he's the only black guy. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It, See, and they don't think they probably were just like, we're going to have this feminism episode. We need a guy who's a scumbag uh, and they could just cast. Right. And they just he's like, you make a great scumbag. You're hired. Like, and it happened to be a black actor. It, and they didn't think about it any further. Than it's just that. like and, you can have a queer person be a villain in your stuff nowadays. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not if they're the only sure. queer person. Right. Like, yeah, there's there's still like you have to optics to that. Like yeah. you have to you have to think about these small little things. You have mm. to, like, just th just look at your cast. Like the fact that people yeah. aren't like openly trying to like you know get rid of Veronica also as like a rich Latina. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like the only rich Latina we see, the only Latina we see. I I think. Yeah. Like the fact that she isn't having worse problems is weird. Like, I know she's... And again, that comes back to our discussion of, like, uh, how much racism do we actually want to see in this show uh, like, versus whitewashing versus, like, know, it, some middle ground. Like, it's just, like, 
they they're whitewashing all of the stuff. They're whitewashing like all of the stuff that like mm-hmm. you could like put a little nod here or there to say like, hey, this isn't like the best thing to be at this point in time. But whatever. It's it's just annoying. Like having having like a you yeah. know a, a gay black man open. I'm gonna be honest. Work. Like I. I, I don't have, like, a good solution to it. Um, my solution is to not set your shitty teen drama in the 1950s, and then you don't have to worry about it. Um, but short of that, like, I don't know how you set it in the 50s and then um, handle the, like, race and sexism aspects of it and the homophobia aspects of it um, like, with any, like, nuance. Like, the, the, the fact that, like... Like... You could probably get away a little bit with, like, fangs and stuff, because, like, you could probably say, like, he's Italian or something, maybe, and, mm-hmm. and not... Is he native? Is he supposed to be native? Fangs is vaguely a person of color Yeah, he's, he's a per- person of color. That's about like, as, I don't as know far if he, as they go. Yeah. I don't think he's Latino. Um, Theoretically, he's at least part native, probably something else as well, uh, you know, mixed to some degree, but... But uh, realistically, the show's not interested but, like, in answering that. He's just a person of color. But but yeah, like they, like the white people might just be like, oh, he's just Italian or something, right? Whatever. Yeah. But like an openly gay. I mean, he's also a greaser, so like he's like, you know, it's it doesn't matter as much now because they already fucking hate your guts. Yeah. <laughs> Which also, of course, original greasers were all Latino, um, and they got co opted by white people, but. Which also uh, means, because I was thinking about that, the the calling them greasers might be like a little uh, racist. Oh, <laughs> might be. I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> like that's the term. I don't know, man. No, Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not saying no. You personally, I'm not saying it's racist for you. Yeah. Like that's the term. But like, it's yeah. one step off of calling them like greasy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean that's like probably like the origins of it, right? It's an insult that got turned into um, a badge, uh, reclaimed or what, yeah. what have you. Well, uh, right? did, you, did you know that the word peon used to be an anti-Hispanic <laughs> slur? That's fun. Yeah, I know, it's fun. <laughs> so. I know, uh, I know marijuana is um, a racist term because it was like invented to no, sound it, Spanish. Like, it uh, was literally Mexicans. Like it was the the only reason it was put at schedule one is because everyone called it marijuana instead of cannabis. Because like yeah, because like we don't do that with any other Which drug. Is, like is is not and like marijuana is like not a Spanish word, right? Like it was invented to yeah. sound Spanish to sound Mexican. Yes, so that they could <laughs> say Mexican smoke weed. Yeah. Uh, and also there's a whole reefer madness. I hope they have a reefer madness episode. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh my god, that'd be fun. I think it's gonna be Greece, but it'd be fun if it were reef, uh, if it were reefer madness. Um, I think it would be okay, kind of for Cheryl to dress to dress to dance with um mm-hmm. with Tony. I feel like that'd be more like oh girlfriends, but like you know not in a gay way. Yeah. Because, like, women yeah, were allowed yeah. to, quote-unquote, act more, yeah. you know... Especially that was, like, an upbeat song. They weren't slow dancing. They were just, yeah. you know, on the dance Slow floor. dancing. Mm, no. Different, yeah. I will say Fank sings pretty well, though. He does a good job. Yeah, I mean, he sings 
fine. Um, they they have better singers on the show, but, yeah, but he's he's just within the range of like good. He's he's just not the one he normally sings. So, yeah, yeah, he's not. But yeah, he can carry a tune for sure. Uh, so Veronica finds Archie at the dance and wants to dance with him because of his poem. Reads a bit of the poem, recites a bit of the poem back at him. It's a bad poem. It's a dog shit poem. Even Archie's like, thanks, it barely rhymes. Yeah, he knows it's dog shit, but like, see, see honestly, that's, er- I like earnest. I like when people are earnest. Mm. Uh, I would still say, I would still be like, yeah, it, it, you know, it sucks, but thank you. You know, um, yeah. but I will say this is feels um, like some loser shit. Um, as well. Also, I missed this. Uh, he rejects Veronica because he brought his mom to the dance. Yeah, and he goes to slow dance with his mom. That feels it awesome. feels like loser shit, and I feel like I would feel uh extra super duper rejected if I was Veronica. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, then again, though, I also feel like if uh, I was like, "Hey, you want to dance to someone?" and they're like, "No," and then went. It, to dance with their mom that they brought to the dance, I'd get a bit of the ick. I don't know that I don't, I'd uh, want to dance with them anymore. Uh, maybe it. I think it, I think it depends. Honestly, like the, the thing is, Archie. Uh huh. Is, is a is a, like actually like a five year old in, in the you know as tall as a thirty something year old man. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it makes sense that he would dance with his mommy and be like, oh, yeah, thank you, mommy, for dancing with me. <laughs> this was so fun. Uh, type thing. Uh, so, I would believe it. There, uh, but... Uh, great, great shot of Tony drinking um, out of a brown paper bag during the slow dance. Mr. Featherhead. Sorry, people are setting off fucking fireworks, like, right outside my door. Not a door, but window. You're gonna get that Mm. in the audio. That's fine. Um, I'm sure our... I don't even know if we have a listener anymore, Art, I'm gonna be honest. It might just be us two shouting to the void. Oh, whatever. I don't care. Thanks does not do a uh, he does he he doesn't do a good singing uh, face though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we end with uh, Ethel coming through the doors covered in blood. Um, do we know why? I don't know if I. No. Okay. That's that's the mystery. She says like uh, something bad happened. I think yeah, something terrible has happened, and then we cut. Uh, we don't know what the thing is. Oh, I hope it's zombies. I hope everything she drew like came to life and it's just zombies. <laughs> uh, I hope the Black Hood's back. Oh my god, the Black Hood. What if it's still Hal? Uh, I mean, that'd be a lot of fun. What was it in the in Rivervale? There was like... I don't know, they, they just didn't have a Black Hood, huh? What, what? if it's... What if it's Rivervale Archie? <gasps> oh my god, that'd be so good! See, I... Please just give us cosmic like, deity Archie villain. How, Please, okay. I want him, I want him, I want him. How much do you think it would cost to do a movie where we get KJ Appa to act like a serial killer? How much? How much money do we need? Uh, Probably like 500000 We could probably do something like really indie off uh, that. Because like, oh man. I, like, I feel like KJ Appa could be a good villain. Like he did such a good job in yeah. that episode. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I could definitely see him as like a Patrick Bateman-esque uh, scary guy. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well. You can have him drinking breast milk and everything too. He's a little Homelander in there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I kind of um, almost want to do like deep, fa- like do deep fake of that scene where he find <laughs> finds the breast milk of the thing and like heats it up and drinks it greedily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of great shots of Batman drinking milk. Um, so, do you have anything to recommend to um, maybe our listeners <laughs> if we still have any? Um, I have. <laughs> I've been playing uh, mm-hmm. Mega Man Battle Network, the legacy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is. It it's as good as I remember it being. Um, story is yep. you know, like I don't know how to describe the story. Like the story is like surprisingly dark while also still being like kid friendly. Sure. Um, it, at times. But also, at the same time, like, you do see a man commit suicide um, <laughs> at the end of one of the... Uh, nice. So, I mean, I mean, he jumps off a building and comes back the next game, but, like, he does jump off mm-hmm. a building. Uh, he also... Elect- okay, whatever. But it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, uh, there's just... I don't know. The, the, the battling is, you know, complex enough to keep me wanting to play. The story is, mm-hmm. you know, like, friendship will heal the world, plus, like, me being really good at moving this little guy around on a screen, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. But, I don't know. Who's that? Um, as for me, uh, I've been watching a lot of continuations of stuff, so it's not really anything new, but uh, Warrior Season 3 is finally out. Um, I brought this show on as a recommendation twice already, but I'm doing it a third time. Warrior... Uh, season three is out and it's super fucking good or it's starting to come out uh, and it's been super fucking good so far um i don't know that i've ever seen a show um really kind of grasp um the relationship between capitalism and racism the way this show has it's it's done a very good job so far with that and it seems to be continuing that trend isn't it the last season interested of it um where hard to say um, frankly, honestly, probably because it's now an HBO Max original and, uh, we see where those are all going. So it's not well, looking great. Well, it um, has, it has people of color in it. So David Zaslav needs to kill it. So middle America would want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. The um, first two seasons were, uh, on Cinemax, uh, and then Cinemax canceled it. HBO picked up the streaming rights. It got enough attention on HBO Max that, um, they greenlit a season three as a as a HBO Max exclusive, um, then COVID hit and stopped production for a long time. Um, it's been like three years since season two aired, uh, but they finished filming and then the merger happened and a bunch of shit got axed. Thankfully, not this one. So at least we're getting the full season three. I don't know if it will get renewed or continued in any way, unfortunately. Oh, speaking of stuff that we don't, that is in the limbo. Uh, our flag means death. Uh, we haven't really been hearing much about it lately <laughs> after it's been confirmed for a second season. I've been hearing anything about I it. I mean, it's only been like a year. Yeah, yeah, but also look at the person who keeps on selling off HBO yeah. stuff. 
Or oh, was, was that an <laughs> original? Yeah, Shoot. HBO Max That's original. That's a shame. It, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard much uh, about well, it. I mean, it hasn't. So. Hasn't been canceled yet, though. And no, that's it has been news. canceled, but also like, you know, normally yeah. we would be hearing stuff from like more stuff from like the actors and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I just I want mean, my I, game I, I ima- show. I I agree, um, but I I imagine uh, maybe this show is. Um, a bit more complicated to film. It's got a lot of C stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, which is which can be quite complicated. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like normally, like it's just like yeah. you normally hear stuff about it at least to keep like the hype up while they're doing. Yeah, things. I mean, it depends on like where they are in production, right? They don't. You don't usually ramp up the marketing until yeah. you're basically done filming, yeah. but. Um, so I'm hoping that's why. I hope I it's, hope it's that in production it's just, and not and not because yeah. It's just like almost every other uh, show that had um, a large you know yeah. queer cast and audience yeah, has yeah, been yeah. axed <laughs> already. Yep. So I'm aware. Oh man, who who knew you could have like one of the most profitable like just names HBO as a name was profitable and you could just like mm-hmm. run it into ground like just kill it. Yep. <sighs> um yeah it's because ceos don't have to worry about long-term commitments uh they can boost the next two quarters shareholders will give them a fat bonus and then they can leave for a different job yeah uh unfortunately well the only the only thing we can hope for is that all the billionaires heard that the cries of of uh joy when uh a few of them were in a submarine under the sea. Dead for mm-hmm. sure. I hope they heard that loud and clear. Uh, why don't you sign us off, Art? Oh yeah, it is my t- turn. Um, uh, hey. Did, did you, uh, did you hear about... Man, I can't do the fucking... I'm trying to do the fucking... Uh, I can't... The Back to the Future thing. Hey, hey, mm. hey, Barry, it's your cousin Melvin. Here's whatever. I can't. I can't think of anything. <laughs> um, well, thank you for trying. I uh, I'm just going to leave it defeat. I can't. I really like. Let's hope that they get eaten by zombies next season and episode. Bye. All right. Bye. You think. The guys in that movie were, you know, moral. Some guys are that way. Yeah, so. Are Kevin and Clay? I think. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, there's an in-between. What do you mean, an in-between? Like a little wiggle room to explore. We've been talking about in Mrs. Grundy's workshop. These beat poets would experiment with each other, even though they were men's men, with girlfriends, wives, families. They would with other guys do stuff. Yeah, with their buddies, just to see, just to 
Try it on for size. <laughs> I gotta take a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>